All right, Dave Durden, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, we were just talking off air for a second ago, but just the craziness of everything that's going on. Um, how are you coping at home right now? Uh, I'm, I'm coping just fine. Uh, you know, it's good to spend time with uh, wife and kids and uh, doing a lot of board games. Uh, I'm getting better uh, at my uh, uh, Fortnite skills with my 11-year-old. Uh, so uh, I wouldn't say I'm good by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but uh, he, carry, he carries me to some dubs. Um, and then, uh, you know, just hanging out and, and getting some good walks in. Our, our, our little puppy that we have that's about, uh, it's about six months old is uh, hoping that we go back to work and go back to school soon because he's been on yeah. so many walks. He's exhausted by the end of the end of the day and the end of the night. Uh, uh, yeah. But it's, uh, but it's been good. Uh, <laughs> I've been, uh, you know, trying to stay busy and, and, and looking forward to the next, uh, you know, 15, 16 months now and, and trying to, to plan that out and, and stay connected with, uh, with our guys and, uh, you know, make sure that uh, they feel good about where they are, what they're doing. And, um, and so that's, uh, you know, that, that's been an interesting challenge for, for me, someone that's a, a little more uh, kind of face-to-face in conversations to do it through uh, platforms like this or to do it over the phone. It's a, it's a, it's a little bit different. So, mm. um, but, it's, but it's good. It's been, um, it, it's been, you know, an interesting week for sure. But, uh, but our guys are, are, are handling this and, and are adapting to this uh, really well. Yeah, well, you wear a couple of hats right now and play a couple of different roles. Obviously, with uh, being head coach at Cal, and then and then being the head coach of the the U.S. men's swimming team, right? So, um, so I'm sure you've got to be speaking to a lot of different people. Um, and and we finally have some clarity. It seems like today, sure. where the the announcement has come out now that to say that the Olympics have been basically postponed one year exactly. Sure. Um, so, so that helps to to know where we're going now, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we had, um, when I say we, myself, uh, Greg Meehan and Lindsay Mantenko had sat down and uh, sort of planned this out. We, we uh, kind of opened it up to our, our USA steering committee and, and, and getting some thoughts, opinions about, um, you, you know, where, how, how we're going to manage this time between trials and games when we want to potentially have our trials, not necessarily looking at specific dates, but just talking more uh, in theory and, and, and ideas. And, and now we can start really narrowing uh, that down or, or, or hammering it out really now that we have the exact dates uh, for, uh, for the games. We can start uh, looking at the, the time leading into the games where our trials will be and how everything sort of backs up uh, from that point to where we are right now. So mm. it's, a, it's, it's a little different. It's a little different summer for sure. I've had this conversation with our Cal guys uh, that uh, we're, we're so programmed. We're so into routine and rhythm and uh, whether it's in a weekly rhythm or certainly in a, in a yearly cycle, a quadrennium, or looking at a four year cycle. Um, but uh, it, it's a little bit different to approach the summertime, the, the spring summertime and not have a major uh, international or national meet uh, that we're keyed in on uh, at the end of July or in the midst of August. So, um, and you know, in, in kind of a, a strange way, I, I, I kind of enjoy that. I enjoy the idea of looking at this in a different way and, and, uh, and, and looking for you know, sort of continued engagement and not let the schedule dictate the engagement of our athletes. You know, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, 
our guys were dialed in, uh, mm-hmm. dialed into NC2As or dialed into Olympic trials or both. Um, and, and now it's like, okay, we, you know, we, we sort of hit, hit the brakes or slow down just a little bit to, to kind of let things open up in front of us to see where we need to go and what we need to do. And then we'll, we'll slowly accelerate back into the express way of training and, and get things moving as we, uh, as we get closer to 2021 and the calendar year. Yeah, I was talking to Ryan Murphy the other day. We had a great conversation. He was telling me that he was doing some stuff, obviously, that he'd never done before in practice. He felt like he was in the shape of his life, and you were giving him some workouts that were incredible, and he felt really good. And then all of a sudden, er, hit the brakes, and then uh, and this happens. So um, what do you say to those people who, you know, in terms of where their mindset should be, should they just switch off for a while and have a break? Should they continue to stay in, in top shape? I mean, what are you telling your athletes? Yeah, you know, more than anything else in this last week, you know, so we were in the water. Uh, I mean, today's Monday. We were in, in the water a week ago Monday. Uh, so when, and, and even a little bit before the, the IOC made the decision to postpone the Olympics, um, just sort of reading the tea leaves and, and just sort of, you know, gauging the temperature of what was going on and, and, and even – uh, uh, internally with our group, uh, just kind of getting a feel for where they were. We had, we had shut it down, uh, last week, Monday, we were fortunate, um, you know, one of the, you know, probably a few fortunate, uh, uh programs, institutions, campuses, what, what, you know, however you want to, to phrase it, uh, to, to still have an opportunity to train. Um, we were, we were working through, or we were, uh, you know, doing health screenings for our athletes before they were coming to the pool. Um, you know, we were making sure that, um, you know, we were in a, in a socially safe environment, uh, for them and just really being conscious of our, of our social role. But even while we were doing that, it, it doesn't necessarily make it feel right. Um, but you, you know, you, you do have to kind of, um, you know, plug away and, and move forward with, with, um, with the idea that, um, you know, trials were going to be in June and, and we would, we, we wouldn't as athletes take a week off or, or take 10 days off or take 14 days off, whatever it may have been uh, in a situation where you're three months away from, uh, from a trials meet or three months away from, in, in a lot of cases, the, the, the biggest meet of these athletes' lives over a four-year span. So you have to be very, very aware of that and very conscious of that and, and, and also understand what's going on at a, at a global level and going on at a national level. Um, so I, I know I'm not answering your question. I'm circling back to it, but you know, Murph was in a great spot, uh, as, as a lot of our guys were, they were in a, in a really, really good spot in training. And, and I think when we, when we, um, when we, when we emailed them a week ago saying, Hey, let's take seven days to really focus in on our moral and social responsibility, put our athletics responsibility on the back burner, uh, still want, want you to do uh, things that are, you know, that are physically engaging just for your, you know, mental, emotional health uh, over this next week, get out, go for a run, go for a hike, you know, practice great social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. All the things that, that are being asked of us as, um, as uh, you, you know, as, as citizens of this globe or citizens of this nation, you know, we're, we're asked, we're being asked to do that. So like, let's do that for a week and let's focus in on that and let's do that really, really well. And then we'll start to integrate our athletic responsibility back into that. So not so much looking at, Hey, we're in a great spot for trials. We're in a great spot for the Olympic games. We're in a great spot for NC2As. That hasn't changed. We're, we're in a, we're in a great spot for that, but let's, let's refocus and reprioritize some things right now and then figure out how to integrate our, our athletic responsibility back into those top two priorities 
uh, right now. And, and it's going to look a little bit different because we're, you know, now we're, we're looking at a, at a June 2021 trials and a July 2021 Olympic Games. And, and, it's, and, and yes, we have time. Uh, but it's it's not about it's not about it looking through the lens of a of an athlete and what we need to do. We need to to think first, you know, what are our social moral responsibilities, and then how can we integrate some some of our athletic responsibilities into that. And and you hope that as we move through these next a couple of weeks, couple of months, um, that um, you know that that athletic responsibility uh, can start to move up the ranks and. And, um, and and have a level of uh, of, of equality with our mo- uh, uh, moral and social responsibility uh, as we uh, as we move through this time. Yeah, sometimes it's hard for me to talk about the athletic side of things, even though this is an athletic podcast and we're we're yeah. swimmers and swim coaches, and because of what's going on in the world, you know, you don't want to be just blasé to the fact that people are getting sick and people are dying and right. and the world's on on hold right now. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing friends back home in Australia in exactly the same position I'm in, just sitting at home with their family, you know, and that, that, that just, it just blows my mind that we're all, everybody's connected around the world right now in this sense. Um, but, but I do want us to find a way that we can look forward and stay positive and stay focused. And, and right. I think that's important too, because otherwise our mental health is just going to all deteriorate. But sure. so, so that's important to, to keep those goals. What about this, Dave? We, you know, I had athletes who at the last Olympic trials were, were coming out of their, their college season and they, they just wanted to get to the Olympic trials. And that, that was it, you know, like their, sure. their senior year was done. Give me a couple more months. I'll go have some fun at the trials who knows what happens and then and then i'll call it quits and i'll go on and do some other things and then i'm sure you've you've even got some professional athletes who were like this is going to be my last olympics you know you know what do you say to those athletes how do how do we how do they navigate now um because there's some talented athletes that were really just you know looking at that's it you know for some that were looking at their swimming career in in a very you know finite way of hey i'm like whether it's June or July, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm pivoting from my athletic career and into, uh, into other endeavors. Um, you know, it, it is having the, that, that tough conversation of, okay, let's, let, let's think about this. Do, do we want to do it for another year? Because it was very much of a definitive, like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm done right here in, in, in June or, or July, depending on how things, uh, how things play out. Yeah. Um, and, and for, you know, some of those athletes, it's, it's, uh, you know, we have to pivot a little bit sooner than, uh, than they want it to. And instead of, you know, making, uh, you know, knowing that that's going to happen uh, in June, uh, now they're, they're, they're making that decision at the end of March, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to shift into, uh, into some different things in my life. You know, swimming has been such a big part of this. I had committed myself to this to this period of time. Now that period of time has, has extended. Uh, I had a couple seniors that, um, you know, that, that were going to be at, at NC2As and, and as that uh, was, was canceled, uh, you know, I, I, I met with them, uh, you know, kind of the following week, just kind of thinking about next steps. And, and a couple of them were, you know, thinking about Olympic trials and, 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 uh, and thinking about, okay, that's, you know, that's a good way to end my career. And, I challenged them in those moments to think about, well, if that is taken away and your next opportunity to race is not going to be until November uh, of, of this calendar year, I mean, how does that, how does that sit? You know, how does that, you know, sort of, you know, change your mind and, and, you know, not looking for an answer in that moment, but, you know, a lot of those guys in that and thinking about it, 
but I think about there's something through that lens where like I don't know if I I don't know if I I, I want to do it uh, for 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 that long to to kind of see you know where I'm at or to have that end of season reward mm-hmm. uh, from putting in all this work and then to have that moment where it's like okay yeah I get to I get to you know shave taper swim fast you know et cetera et cetera um, it, it's it, they were at a point where in their lives where they said okay um, I'm ready to, to, to move forward in, in some different endeavors uh, than, than just the sport. So, and I get it, you, you know, that, that, that that's going to happen with, with some athletes, not just in our environment, but, but around the country. It's, a, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow. There's probably some athletes at the NC2A level looking at it as, okay, hey, this is my last meet. And, uh, and then as that uh, is, is uh, uh, you know, canceled or as that is uh, – um, you know, very much for the right reasons, um, you know, kind of taken off the schedule, um, you know, you have to stop and think, all right, what, you know, what, what am I, you know, what, what, what am I, what's my purpose here right now? And so uh, I think every swimmer has to make that uh, decision at some point in time. A lot of uh, swimmers, a lot of athletes have the natural into it. Um, uh, alas, you know, trials meet, Olympic games, NC2As, conference meet, last dual meet, whatever it may be. Uh, as the kind of the end to their career and it feels there's that satisfying feeling um, that it you know as you take off your cap and goggles and walk over to the team area you know like whew, that's done what a great career and and a lot of a lot of athletes don't have that moment uh, this in this particular year uh, and as I've talked to my seniors it's like well listen we'll we'll figure out a way to not necessarily recreate but we're going to figure out a way to have that moment together it's just not going to be in the next couple of weeks or, or maybe in the next couple of months but we're going to we're going to work to to have a, a moment like that together where we can where we can uh, celebrate a career where you know a lot of swimmers get that as they touch the wall take off the cap and goggles and walk over to the team area and that 30 seconds it's like man, that was, that was great. That was fun. That was awesome. You know, a lot yeah. of, a lot of folks just don't get that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to figure out in my head how to ask this next question. All right. It's, <laughs> it's, um, but he, here it is, you know, there's a general consensus. Anytime I talk to one of your athletes, whether it be from 10 years ago to now, there's a general consensus that in their eyes, you're the best coach in the world. Right. And, and that's, and, and, and I hear that so often, like Dave's amazing. Dave's incredible you know, and, and I don't want you to tell me how great you are because I already know it, but to tell me, you know, for all the young coaches out there that are listening, what are the things that you value and what are the things that you feel like you do really well that your athletes recognize as, as you being great for, you know? Well, two things. I thought I was a young coach. I guess I'm not a young coach anymore. So getting older, <laughs> well, right? I'm talking about <laughs> maybe the ones that are really, really young. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but the second, I, I do think it's, um, uh, I I appreciate when 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 athletes uh, you know say that or, or express that, but uh, really the, the reality of it is it's um, it, it's it's a lot more complex than that. It's uh, it's the environment, it's the people in the environment, it's the the, the coaches that are standing shoulder to shoulder with me. I, I, I've got uh, three uh, you know great coaches uh, that are, that are you know working with right now, and Chase Kreitler and Kevin Rapine and North Thornton uh, still coming on the deck uh, twice a week. Um, I, I mean, you, you know, a, a lot of uh, kind of over time. Um, and, and, you know, we, we tend to stay in our bubble uh, at, at Cal. We're, we're not too, uh, too much in, 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 you know, kind of, I don't know the right phrasing for it, Brett, but it's like we're, 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 we're not, um, 
too much concerned about the perception of who we are and what we're doing. We're very comfortable in our own skin, so we tend to stay focused on, on, on working through our process as we, as we go through a particular season or a quad uh, or, a, um, or a year, whatever it may be. Um, but I do think um, in the swimming community, um, you know, Nort uh, Thornton is, is probably uh, one of the, um, and for whatever reason, I don't know why this is the case, but probably one of the, one of the forgotten great coaches in our country. Um, and, and that's, I think, is maybe to a smaller subset of, of coaches, but I think there's, a, uh, there's another subset of coaches that understand uh, the, the history of Cal swimming that understand uh, how good of a coach uh, Nort has been for such a long time. And, and, and Nort, like it is, it is um, it, it's great to see him every week because there's always something that I take away from our conversation, whatever it may be. I mean, it's, it's uh, he's extremely perceptive on what's, uh, on what's going on uh, around the country. Sometimes when you're in your, day to day, week to week, you're just, you're kind of, you know, going, 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 going. And, and Nort has the, the position and the, and the perception to step back and, and see what's going on from a, you know, 40,000 foot view. And, and that's, uh, that's pretty cool to have that perspective. Uh, and it's pretty cool to have that perspective over the course of, of decades of, of athletes that he has, has coached and, and, and worked with. So, and then having Chase and, and, and Kevin, uh, working with our program. Kevin is a volunteer assistant that's been working with our professional group uh, primarily in his, in his role and responsibilities. And that's been absolutely awesome. Chase has been great in, in working with our undergraduates. But I think even as you go, go you know, back from, uh, you know, when we first, or when I first started here at Cal to have, you know, Greg Meehan as an assistant coach, to have a Yuri Sugiyama as an assistant coach. Um, I mean, they certainly brought out the, the, the best in me as a coach. Uh, and, and it, and it's, and so it, it is very much of a community. And I think, um, uh, I think we've done a really good job of, uh, just staying focused on our role and responsibility, uh, as a coach and understanding that our role and responsibility is to the Cal athletes in our program. And so as we go through sort of, you know, the, the, the college swimming, uh, you know, kind of cradle the grave uh, sort of swimming career as, as guys stay on past their college, uh, their, their, their college years into a post-grad sense. Um, you know, we stay very focused on our, on our Cal group. And it was a, it was a, a you know, a fairly conscious choice early on uh, just how we were, how we were moving, how we wanted this uh, to be structured. And, and I think it allows for continuity uh, within our, within our group. Um, I've, I've told this story a couple times, uh, I'll, I'll never forget it in 20, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget it, but now I'm trying to remember the year. Uh, <laughs> it must've been 2013, uh, when we were at a world championship trials and, uh, I believe it was an ND and, uh, we had a smaller group that was there. Uh, uh, racing uh, kind of the year after the Olympics, just sort of, you know, slowly kind of ramping up that four-year cycle. And uh, Jacob Pebbly was a, a, you know, must have been at that time, must have been a, a, a freshman force just finishing his freshman year. Uh, and, and Jacob was uh, racing in the, in the 200 backstroke. And uh, we, we had some, uh, you know, older athletes, uh, you know, Nathan, Anthony Irvin was, was, was training with us at that point in time. And, uh, those guys uh, on that meet format, that five-day format, they spend the first day and the last day. Uh, 
Uh, they swam the 100 free the first day. They swam the 50 free on the last day. And so they had, you know, three days in there where they were making that transition from their 100-meter uh, swim to the, down to their 50-meter swim and trying to manage the amount of time that they had at the pool. And they had come in a little bit earlier and swam, loosened up. And I remember, you know, kind of tossing the keys to the, to the car to Anthony and so you can get back to the hotel, rest, recover, et cetera. And uh, he, he kind of walked away and then he walked back and said, you know what, I, 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 I kind of want to see, you know, Jacob race his 200 backstroke. And, um, and that is a, is a pretty cool moment as a coach to create connection mm. from an 18, 19 year old swimmer in our program that's been there for, for a year mm. to an Anthony Irvin who, um, you know, had, uh, had now his athletics uh, success had spanned across, uh, you know, three decades. Uh, um, and, and, and so it's, it's, it's um, that, that to me is, is uh, kind of what makes what we do pretty special uh, is, is little moments like that. And, uh, and, and I think that's a testament to our environment, not so much uh, a coach. I mean, that, that comes from the, 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 the buy-in from our athletes. It comes from the work of our assistant coaches. It comes from the support of our alumni, uh, of, of, you know, the, the, the hundreds of summers that have, that have come before this group. Uh, I mean, it, it, it does feel a lot bigger than ourselves as we get to, 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 to major meets or as we move through a particular season, it, that, that's sort of the connection and the specialness that, uh, that we feel. And um, I appreciate, you know, swimmers saying that it's uh, that it's one person, but I mean, you and I both know it's not, it's a, uh, it's a community and, and, and we put a, a lot of time, effort and energy into, into building that community and making it special and making it a special experience for our cow guys. Yeah, I agree with all that. You, you're right. The, the people around you are big factors in your success, for sure. Um, one of those people that you have in your life is your wife. And, and her and I swam together back in the day, back in college. And I know that she is um, a swim nut. She loves swimming, you know. Um, and, and that's nice to have that support. How do you uh, have balance, you know, uh, all of us as coaches struggle with that balance. I mean, you're putting all your time into the, the U S Olympic team and then all your time into Cal. And then, then you got young kids of your own. Um, what is balance for you and how do you find it? Well, I mean, it's, you know, you kind of already answered that question and, and, and having Kathy in my life that, uh, you know, keeps me grounded, uh, keeps me moving forward, uh, you know, helps, uh, organize, uh, our family, uh, helps organize uh, things so you know my uh, you know my focus can 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 be on our Cal program or on the on the U.S. Uh, Olympic team. Uh, she's a she's a great listening ear. I can come home and and uh, kind of you know complain and get it out of my get it out of my system. She gets it. She understands uh, what what's going on, and then I can uh, you know kind of redirect that energy to to, to solving the problem or, or working through the frustration in a, in a constructive way. Um, you, you know, it, it takes, um, it, it takes a, some, some planning and, and not only, you know, planning for what's going on with, um, you know, with, with our team or us Olympic team and getting that on a calendar and getting that on a schedule, but also just scheduling time, uh, you know, for our family time, uh, scheduling time for, uh, you know, Kathy and my, and my time, uh, or, or even scheduling time for, for just, you know, myself where I can be at a spot where I, uh, don't have to think about swimming or, or just not think about coaching and just can, can stop for a second and just, um, you know, be still. So I think planning for those moments is, is, is really important. I mean, I've, 
um, you know, with, with everything sort of laying out now today with, with what's going on for uh, Tokyo uh, 2021, or I guess we're supposed to still, still call it Tokyo 2020 that's happening in 2021. <laughs> uh, and we, uh, you know, just kind of getting that down on a calendar and seeing what that looks like and, and knowing that, okay, hey, the, you know, the last swimming events here and, and, and what are we looking at doing in, in, in August of 2021 as, as best we can to, to get that down on paper. I mean, that's, I think it's always one of the challenges as, as human beings is, is, to, uh, is, to, is to keep things in your head, rattling around your head. It just stays up there uh, and trying to get it down on paper or trying to get it down on a calendar or, or trying to get your questions down so it just doesn't uh, rattle around up in your head. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that. So uh, I like to see things that are, that are written down or planned out uh, and I can, I can, you know, I tend to do a better job with it. I, I'm not, I'm not very good at, uh, you know, putting things in a, in a, in a computer calendar or, or having it in a digital world. I, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, older school in the way of just kind of writing things down. I'll just, I like to see it organized in that particular way. And so writing it down in a calendar and just really stopping to have time to think about it, I, I think is really important. So um, I, I never want it to feel like it's, it's one thing from the next to the next to the next. I like to be efficient in, in my time so that uh, when, it's, when it's not swimming or school or Olympic team, um, I, it, can be, it can be, you know, all in family time or, or, or whatever we may have going on uh, that weekend. If I'm, you know, coaching a, a soccer team or, or uh, you know, driving kids to track practice, like I, I can be invested in doing that and not having to think about what's the next thing that I have to do for, uh, for our team, uh, our Cal team or our U.S. Olympic team. You know, I like to sort of compartmentalize those things. So sometimes where there's moments and events where you can't do that. But uh, most of the time I, I try to have it move in that particular way so I can be uh, effective in, in, in what I'm doing with my time. Well, how, how do you manage this, uh, this, this thing, this little, <laughs> this little cell phone? I mean, it, yeah. it's going off. It's going off for me right now. And I'm not as, I'm not as, uh, as popular as you, so I can imagine yours is buzzing. Yeah. But um, how, how do you manage that within the family structure? Um, well, there's... Um, I, I try and keep it away at certain times. And a big thing for me is, um, you know, I'm not on social media because I, I feel like that can, that can be a, a time suck. I'm a, uh, I'm a pretty, like, uh, uh, I don't know what would be the right word for it. There's a lot smarter people that would call it. I'm, I'm a very, like, one-line, one-dimensional thinker. If I'm, if I'm doing something, like, I, I need to be 100% focused in on that. So, you know, if I'm writing a workout, I try and keep my – you know, my phone away from me and, and in a way where I can, I can get all my thoughts down through that workout on a page. And then I can circle back to what's going on in the, on the phone. Uh, it, it, for me, if I, if I start writing a workout and a phone call happens or a text happens and I look at it, mm. then I start thinking about that and not yeah. thinking about what I've been doing. So mm. it, it'll, it'll take me longer to, 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 to get this done. So I'm very, kind of uh, uh, compartmentalized in that way. Um, and then when it's, when it's time where I don't have something in front of me to do, I can, you know, answer emails or answer texts or, or, or whatever it may be. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a great multitasker at all. Um, you, you know, if I'm, if I'm thinking about something, doing something, and someone's asking me a question, I mean, I can literally <laughs> ignore them because I can be so invested in, mm. in the letter or the email that I'm writing, whatever. And, okay. and um, you know, for, I, I think, you know, generationally, 
uh, a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the athletes now are in, in, into the you know kind of the social media and, and and into that 144 characters or into that little 30 second uh, blurb and I just I can't do that if I had, if I did social media like I would be all in and, and spending a lot of time on that mm-hmm. with uh, with very little uh, production in in terms of what my what professionally I, I should be doing and, and coaching our athletes and mentoring these guys and, and thinking about how to help them uh, as they, as they go through things. So um, I just feel like that's a big uh, uh, time suck and a big, you know, kind of energy waste in my professional, what I'm trying to do. So I try and stay away from that, uh, from that as, as much as I can and, and yeah. use a phone for what it, what it was intended, uh, you know, communication. Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's a little bit of, of, of kind of my, you know, my, my world. And I think that that's helped me uh, a, a lot during this time is, is to not kind of go down that road. And, and uh, um, so, I mean, that's, uh, as I said, I mean, that's a, that's a long answer to your short question, but that's a little yeah, bit of how I handle no, it. No, that makes sense. Ryan did say something the other day when I was talking to him about your workouts and you mentioned that. How do you write workouts? What, what is, what's your formula for that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is my, you know, this is my, my, my calendar book that I use and you know, you, it's, it's all just handwritten stuff, uh, little arrows, little things, uh, that, that I'll write down. I'll think about, and, and it really is, is a little more complex than just going day to day. So, um, you, you know, to, to hopefully not bore you or, or, or the, or the folks that may be listening with the details on it. But as we, as we move through a Monday as a, as a group, Chase, myself, uh, Kevin, will sit down and we'll talk about what Tuesday through Saturday is, is going to look like. Mm. Uh, you know, our, our, our Mondays sort of sort of roll in a very similar format, similar groups uh, it, it, as to what we're doing. We may make an adjustment from the morning to the night on that Monday, but our, our Monday afternoon or Monday evening sort of planning sessions, it, it takes about an hour, it takes about an hour and and uh hour and a half we'll we'll go through and, and just uh you know kind of move our move through our tuesday through saturday not not writing the specifics of what we want to do but just making sure that we're moving through thematically what we want to have have done with our different athletes with our different groups etc uh and and we do that uh, later in the day because earlier in the day we sit down we sit down with our strength coach uh joel smith and, and just go through kind of the same thing a, a Monday through Friday at that point in time in terms of what we're doing strength-wise with our different groups so that we feel good about being on the same page. And then that way as we get uh, to a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we, we know what our responsibilities are as coaches on the pool deck in terms of writing the workout, who's in our group, uh, you know, what we need to be thinking about for particular athletes if we want to stay off of uh, – you know, some breaststroke legs of a particular, a particular athlete because the legs are a little bit tired Then we can do that. Uh, we can write that into the practice if we want to spend a little bit more time, uh, you know, working through uh, some backstroke training for particular IMR and, and, you know, we can, we can sort of work that into uh, the weekly cycle for them. Uh, and then as it comes to the day, it's, it's uh, it, in most cases, it, it's writing the workout up, start to finish. And, and knowing that it's going to change as we go from the start to the end of it, just on, on the feedback, on the, on the immediate feedback that we're getting in a particular set or that we're getting uh, from, from the athletes as they're swimming. The hardest thing to do is to, is to write workouts for athletes that are, um, you know, maybe training or, you know, as, as you experience athletes that are in an ISL environment 
that are that are away for for a week and and trying to keep mm -hmm. a, a rhythm without seeing them. So you're taking a lot of feedback from them on on what's going on with the workout. But when you see them every day and you're on the pool deck, you can make those immediate changes, and they don't have to be much. It can be subtle. You know, it can be five seconds extra in an interval here or there that uh, that that can really make the difference in, in terms of the work and the performance of the work that they're doing. So uh, that, that's, a, that's a little bit of, of, of how we write the workouts, just taking the feedback from the athletes and where they are. You know, I know Ryan you know, may have talked about, hey, I'm in a great spot. I'm, in, I'm, I'm training awesome. We were actually in a spot at the end of February where that, that pro group was just dead tired. I mean, we had just went one week too much too hard with them mm. and we had to had to tweak some things that they were doing in the weight room tweak some things that they were doing in the water brought them back to life a little bit and they were in an awesome uh, awesome spot as we got into got into march so um it, you know you you take feedback uh from what the athletes uh, and especially the older athletes can can give you uh you know whether you like it or, or not as a coach they give you a little more direct feedback uh, which is really good to have, and it's really good to sort of uh, uh, you know make those subtle changes within the within the week or within the workout or within the training cycle for the group uh, that that's going to help them and be more effective uh, for for where they are in that particular training cycle. Mm, yeah, I like that. Um, you're you're the type of coach that is emotionally invested in your athletes as well, and and you can see that on the pool deck. Um, you know, when I would uh, go to NCAAs, you'd go through the whole day. And then by the time you got back to your hotel room, you just, I just collapsed. Like I was just exhausted. <laughs> did you, did you feel the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's uh and I think probably, uh, you know, every coach and you'll probably agree with this too. You get to that first relay, you know, it used to be Thursday morning, you get to that 200 free relay. And, um, you know, you'd, you'd sit there, you'd, you'd kind of, you know, be a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. And, and you know, kind of before that first relay would go off, you're just kind of like, God, I hope this works. You, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And you get, a, you get that immediate feedback, like, all right, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're swimming well. All right, we're good. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, and, and it always it always happens. You know, you get to a, a conference championship. It's like, all right, man, I got. I hope this works. And then you can move to it. It's like, okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, you yeah, know exactly. I know the feeling. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you you get to the end of a day of a, of a prelims and final session at NC two A's, and it's uh, it, it, it's taken some months off your life uh, at that point <laughs> in time. You know, just kind of laying in a bed, looking up at the ceiling, and just trying to process like, all right, what the hell just happened there? So uh it's uh yeah it, it it takes a it takes a lot out of you and, and you know probably probably like me brett it, it's not so much the uh the the good ones uh that, yeah. that you remember or the good yeah. ones that you that you're thinking about it's the ones that were off just a little bit and yeah. now those are the ones that just kind of get the mind turning it's like all right what 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 could I have done differently or what can we do differently in these next couple of days to get this athlete back on track, et cetera. You know, what do I need to say? What do I need to do? What do we need to be thinking about uh, in warming up, uh, you know, to get them, get them focused on their, on their greatest success. So when it's, when it's going really well and you have very rarely, do you have all, you know, 14, 15, 16, 18 of your guys, uh, rolling at a particular meet. If it, mm -hmm. if it happens, it's great. That's special. Bottle that up. Uh, but 
you know, usually it's, it's, uh, you have a good group that's swimming well and you have a couple that may be a little bit off and you're, and those are the ones that you really just kind of are, are grinding on that. Those are the ones that keep you up at night. Those are the ones mm. that you're thinking about as you go from, uh, you know, from the night to the, to the next morning, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's probably, um, you know, every coach that, that that's out there. Uh, I, I remember, uh, uh you know, Steve, Steve Matier, uh, who is a, a great, phenomenal cl- uh, club coach, uh, phenomenal coach, doesn't even be defined as club coach, phenomenal coach uh, in Texas had said one time uh, about having a, a poor meet, you know, having a meet where your athletes don't swim well. It's like everybody in your world that is important to you is mad at you. You know, your, mm. your swimmers are mad at you because they didn't swim well. Mm. Uh, you know, the parents of the swimmers are mad at you be, mm. because their, their, their son or daughter didn't swim well. Um, your, your family is mad at you because you've been gone for three or four or five <laughs> days or six days or whatever it may yeah. be. So everybody that's important to you in your world, in your life, is mad at you in that moment. And so I try to avoid those moments as best <laughs> I can, you, you know, as we, uh, as we move through this. But, uh, but it's true. It's, it, it's hard as you get to an emotional meet like that. And, and you want to be rolling. You want to be want to be clicking. It, it's not the it's not the good ones that that keep you up at night. It's the ones that just are a little bit off. And, and you try and minimize that as best you can as you go through uh, so an a championship or a conference championship. Yeah, so true, man. So true. I, I've I've lived that many times. Um, but but you're right. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. You could have ten guys there. Nine of them could be swimming great. You know, generally not. But um, nine of them would be swimming great. And that one, you just feel that that heart pain. You're just like, oh man, what have I done for this one? You know. So yeah. they're the ones that I felt the most. Um, tell me this. You're you're uh, you were working under David Marsh for many years, where he was. You guys were winning championships uh, when Auburn was was. Uh, running the table there for a while and um, what are some of the things you learned during that time and, and working for David and, and winning championships back then? You know, David, David is, is amazing at being able to see uh, the big picture of things. You know, you kind of always talk about it, you know, the, the, you know, the, the David Marsh pixie dust uh, when it comes down to, uh, to taper. If there's, if there is one coach that I would have to choose to take over for my team and a championship meet, it would be David Marsh because uh, he can pull the most out of those swimmers uh, in that particular moment. Phenomenal at that. Um, and, and, you know, David, I think one of the, uh, one of the great traits that I learned from, from David and that I still, you know, hope to do it half as good as he did it uh, was identifying uh, good coaches to surround himself with mm. and then uh, letting those, those coaches uh, do what they do so well. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I, I think you've experienced that. I mean, I think he, it's not only from the coaching level, but it, it comes down through, like through the swimmers and, 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 and working with, uh, the, you know, the, the, the hierarchy of a, of a college team, you know, seniors to juniors, to sophomores, to freshmen and, and, and then trusting people in roles, uh, and, and, you know, giving them, empowering them, uh, to, to, to work through those roles. Um, I, I think he was, you know, and still is one of the best in the business at that. And, and, and I do think that's, uh, you know, why, uh, you know, under, you know, under David, why, why Auburn was so good as a, as a program. He hired good coaches. He, he let those good coaches uh, uh, do what they do. I, I, uh, I shared a, a, an office with Ralph Crocker uh, for four years and, and, um, Legend. You know, yeah. Again, just one of the one of the understated great coaches in our country. Uh, just what he was able to do 
uh, with, the, with the groups that he had, the swimmers that he had, and, and, and to get those athletes to perform at the right time, you know, absolutely amazing. And, uh, and so it's, 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 it's situations, it's, it's coaches, it's relationships uh, like, like those. That I that I look back on very fondly because it uh, you know it, it's helped me uh, be uh, the coach that I that I am uh, I am today and that's what that's what David was 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 really really uh, good at what he continues to be very very good at um, you know now down in down in San Diego just kind of doing the same thing hiring great people put great people around them and uh, and letting those uh, coaches do what they do which is really cool so. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things I remember I learned from you as a as a as a young athlete or as as a young coach going I was finishing off my athletic career. I was swimming at the 2004 Olympics. Were you uh who were you coaching at that Olympics? I was I was there with uh Elin Koparopa from oh, okay. Panama. <laughs> okay, right, right. That's my so, Panamanian accent coming out right there. <laughs> <laughs> but you were obviously coaching a number of different people and I remember you came up to me. I was on the Australian team and I was swimming the fifty freestyle and one of my competitors was Fred Brusquet and you were coaching Fred Brusquet and I remember you came up to me and you were like, Hey Brett, look, Freddie, I just I'm a little worried about him. He's not in the right headspace and you know, can you just maybe have a chat with him and just see how he's doing. Maybe just help him out a little bit, you know, whatever, whatever the advice was, it was like, you would kind of put your ego aside as a coach and, and you know, like I don't have all the answers and I'm going to try and u- utilize all my resources. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm racing this guy. I don't care what his mental state's like right now, but, <laughs> but no, he was a friend of mine and, and you came up to me and I, and I personally took that as like, wow, that that's, that's cool how you're willing to kind of utilize everybody around you. And I, and I can see that, now as as a head coach you still do the same things you allow people to coach around you and and interact but tell me this um as the head coach all the guys that come and swim at cal want to be coached by dave durden like they want they want dave durden to be their head coach there's no doubt about it so how do you balance that and how do you manage that yeah i mean i think it's um it's a it's a tough balance and and you know part of that is is just getting back to you know, putting the, the right coaches in, in place of, of, of different groups as we move through a particular week, Sorry about that. Uh, learning, understanding to, uh, I don't know, to, um, uh, to kind of uh, put myself in, in a couple different uh, spots throughout the course of the week to make sure that I'm getting a, a good feel and a good pulse of, of where folks are at. And, and not that my opinion is, is right by any stretch of the imagination, but I think um, structurally, if if I were to uh, structure our program in a way where I had one coach in charge of the distance swimmers and that's it, and one coach in charge of the sprinters and that's it, and I was in charge of the middle distance swimmers, or I had a, a group of athletes that I that I was in charge with, start to finish, uh, I think. I end up limiting myself to my knowledge of for with with those particular athletes, and I'm not inviting other coaches in uh, to 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 see things, to to experience their training, to experience you know where they are, to look at them technically. Uh, you know, the in other words, that if I just had a group of swimmers from start to finish, then. Uh, they would only be as good as my knowledge bases. They would only be as good as my skill bases. And, and we have, 
you know, I mean, I've talked about them earlier. We, we've had, we have great coaches uh, on the pool deck between Kevin and Nord and Chase. I mean, we have great coaches on the pool deck. So uh, making sure that uh, we as a staff are, are impacting, you know, all 29 of our undergraduates, our, our six pros, uh, postgrads, pros that we have, you know, making sure that we're impacting them and giving feedback on, on what we're seeing. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it's going to be unique. Uh, I don't want uh, our coaches to tell me what I want to hear <laughs> or, or, or to, you know, to, to, to be descriptive in a way where it's like, oh, they were good. Uh, in that particular workout, it's like, well, why were they good? You, you know, was there, you know, was was it, you know, what they were looking like in the water with their stroke, and not just the numbers of the of the times they were hitting, but you, you know, yes, they were, you know, they were, they look really good underwater, or, or what, you know, this little tweak and change that we've been working on them with, they've got that dialed in in their stroke. I mean, that that's the sort of conversations that that we're going to have daily on the pool deck that uh, that allows us to go from workout to workout to make the subtle changes that we need to do the, the week to week plan uh, to help us get better as we go through it. So um, I, I, I think we have good, uh, uh, I think we have good coaches, but also I think we have swimmers that are, that are invested uh, in one another uh, where they'll spend some time and, and talk about, you know, someone's underwater kick or spend some time in the water uh, helping them with what they're doing uh, on their underwater pull downs. Uh, so it's a, um, that dynamic uh, not only you know happens at the coaching level, but it happens uh, um, you know from the from the swimming level as as well. And, and we do have some some older guys uh, that can that can you know kind of you know pull uh, pull guys aside or pull me aside and say, hey, you know just just FYI, this is what's going on with uh, um, you, you know this this swimmer right now, this person right now, and, and so just taking that into account. Uh, in terms of how we're coaching them, how we're working with them, how we're moving through it. We, we try and uh, address, uh, you know, problems or concerns early on uh, with, with what's going on. And I think we have, I, I do feel like we have really good communication, uh, uh, you know, with, within, our, within our dynamic. And, and we try and keep it a little bit tighter, a little bit smaller, so that that can happen. And we don't have little, little pockets uh, uh, little clicks, little groups that are off having you know side conversations about going on, what's going on. We try to we try to address those those issues uh, head on, straight on, and they're not fun conversations sometimes. But you know, I, I think as a group of guys, we can address it, and then and then we can we can start moving forward as a as as a group. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Uh, I know you're busy, and I appreciate your time, and, uh, yeah, and no I'm thankful for it. Um, I could talk for hours, honestly, but um, <laughs> my phone's blowing up, so I'm sure yours is too. So, listen, there's a lot to a lot of people to connect with today. You're a busy sure. man, head of the uh, Olympic team for next year. So, um, listen, Cal's not paying you enough money, man. You need to go back and ask for more. <laughs> all right. So, um, you're doing a phenomenal job. Keep it up. I've uh, got a lot of respect for you, and um, hopefully, we can chat again maybe towards the games. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's good seeing you. Yeah. Take care of yourself and uh, let me know anytime. This was fun. All right, mate. Take care. All right. Bye. Cheers.